True North, Episode 3. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams, I'm your host today, and you have found the youth edition of our podcast, where we gear this more toward our youth and parents of youth, and really you're just welcome to listen if you have found us today. We're glad you're here, and I'm joined by Pastor Wes Hillis, our youth pastor. Welcome, Pastor Wes. Hello. Glad to have you here today on our True North series. Yeah, it's good to be back again to yeah. be able to talk about our True North series and just kind of keep going in the direction that we've been going. Um, so... Uh, the last two weeks we've kind of been talking about um, living a life that's connected uh, to true north and that true north is Jesus in our yeah. lives and allowing him to guide us like he guided Israelites in the Old Testament see God guide the Israelites cloud by day and fire by night yep. um, and it was just how you know how in, how in our lives we let Jesus be the guide of our lives mm-hmm. and kind of focusing on him and keeping him as our true north in navigating life um, but this week I want to focus on kind of um, what happens when we fail? Yeah. What happens when, you know, we slip up? Because um, mm-hmm. we will at some point. Oh, we all do. There's yeah. no question about that. And anyone who says, oh, I never slip up. You're a liar. They're either a liar to you or they're a liar to themselves. Ooh, which is worse, I wonder. Probably both. <laughs> Probably both, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about um, something called the ladder approach. Okay. So when most people see a ladder, I find, well, at least with me, it might be, you know, a guy thing um you want to climb the ladder <laughs> oh man my kids there's a ladder here that lets us put the camera we use to live stream climb it right away don't they yeah my kids every time we come they're like can i climb the ladder today <laughs> yeah and it's like you know whether it's climbing a ladder or climbing a tree or climbing yeah. anything um it feels good it's awesome yeah. to do those things we get um uh we get this sense of good and maybe you know other people are like hey you know that was pretty cool or something like look how high you got that's wicked yeah like um american school systems and yeah. they use the rope yeah climbing yeah yeah, yeah. Climb that's, up the that's the first thing i can think of for this and it's just like you know if you actually make it to the top wow you've done really well yeah and oh, that's the dumbest gym thing like ever I like know. that's like who thought that was a good <laughs> who idea? would climb a rope that high up and then you know then what fall <laughs> and it's just one of those things but um sorry getting back to it when we do something bad when we tend to walk down the ladder um as if we were marked down by God and must step down a few notches in life, it gets kind of messy for us then. Yeah. I want us to kind of think of this ladder as kind of our spiritual lives. Okay. See, so we take steps up the ladder and it kind of says, all right, we're doing good. We're going to do, we're going, we're doing great. Obviously God, as we watch me, you know, how high, this is a never ending ladder. How high do I have to go on this ladder for God to kind of recognize me? Do you mean the ladder is us climbing to get closer to God? Is that what you mean? You can take it in that way, definitely. Okay. I would say, but it's also this... Uh, like spiritual disciplines or spiritual, spiritual practices? Disciplines and practices and just yeah. keep going on this okay. ladder and keep getting higher in your spiritual awareness and everything and just... The ladder can make sense, especially when it comes to, you know, focusing on our spiritual lives. And if we read our Bibles, we step up... Like kind of what we said with spiritual practice. If we read our Bibles, we step up on the ladder. Um, obviously, if we do something we bad, we step down on the ladder. Okay. Um, and it goes back and forth in our daily lives. But the latter um, begs important questions. And the main question is, how, how high is high enough for God to be pleased with me? Mm. How many miles do I need to log going true north before God is fully good with what I've done? Yeah. 
And people in the Bible ask these same questions that we have today, that we struggle with today, just in different ways. Mm -hmm. See, Mark 10, verse 17 says, As Jesus was starting out on his way to Jerusalem, a man came running up to him, knelt down and asked, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? See this in another passage, Matthew 19, 16, and it says, Just then a man came up to Jesus and asked, Teacher, what good thing must I do to get eternal life? Mm -hmm. See, Peter, one of Jesus' disciples, thought this in the beginning days of Jesus' ministry. See, Jesus uh, was gathering the tri uh, a tribe of 12 people that would be his core, um, mm -hmm. and he would spend most time with these 12. Um, and Luke, the author we're going to read from today, um, gives us a window to look through and see what um, happened when Jesus called Peter. Okay. And it's kind of going to look through, and it's Luke 5, verse 1 to 11. Um, but yeah, it's just, this is going through kind of the same kind of questions that we struggle with today of, you know, how, when is God going to be pleased with me? Yeah. What and do I need to do? What do I need to do? And we all have that. It's a human instinct to say, yeah. when we look up to someone, when we believe in someone, when we, yeah. you know, what do I have to do? You can see it in every other religion around the world. Yeah. And it's just, it's just one of those in, in hate, in, in, in hate, and can't think of the word. What are you trying to say? Innate, 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 things, innate yes. one of those things. Yes. Ah, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Love, you know, brains. All right. So this is Luke 5, verse 1 to 11. One day as Jesus was standing by the lake of um, Gensaret, uh, the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. Um, he saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonged to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. Hmm. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And then they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord, I am a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of the fish they had taken. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on you will fish for people. So they pulled their boats up on shore, left everything, and followed him. See, what was, what was um, Peter's fear here? was inadequacy yeah it's that he yeah. wasn't good enough yeah i think we all kind of struggle with this we all sure. kind of do this and he said it in a way um you know go away from me lord i'm a sinful man mm -hmm. i think that many young people today many teenagers many adults many people struggle with this whole idea that you know i'm not good enough to you know have this relationship with god yeah that you know the fact is that we are all broken people and that no matter where well and like do you want to have much of a relationship with someone that has maybe taken your name in vain and made a lot of mistakes against you? No, right? Probably not. Well, so we often project that onto God too, mm -hmm. right? Like, oh, we've we've done all of these wrong things. Why would he want to be friends with me? Why would he even want me to? Yeah. But see, that's our human understanding. Yeah. The thing is it's kind of messed up. It is because when we put God in a box then, Mm -hmm. It's this idea that, um, you know, you limit God to the human things of the world. Yeah. When really, you know, God, it's God. He can literally do anything that he wants. Yeah. Um, 
I think the phrase is um, omnipotent. Yeah. Like all powerful and yeah. um, all present. Bible college mm-hmm. worked for me there. Um, <laughs> yes, but it's this not letting our human instincts allow us to put God in a box, mm-hmm. but rather letting him, you know, flourish and letting him, you know, be who God is. Um, yeah. And he's a God of love and compassion and joy and wants to have this relationship with us. So Peter, um, Peter during this time, Peter's fear of, you know, um, that he wasn't good enough. Peter was focused on himself. He thought that he um, had to ha- he had to have it all together to be able to follow Jesus. And I think I definitely had this yeah. when I first became a Christ- Christian because I was like going to youth group. I started going to youth group and I'm seeing this Jesus guy every week. And I'm just like, you know, I'm not really good enough for this. Like this is, you're doing all this. And I feel like I'm doing nothing kind of. And It feels like an insurmountable task. It does. To- behave in a way that would please god all the time mm-hmm. especially when you've grown up in say a non-christian home yeah your whole life like the christian the christian lifestyle is completely different than any other lifestyle there is out there mm-hmm. um so peter was you know trapped in this way of thinking that you know he has to have it all together it's something similar that we all do in our daily lives mm-hmm. from whether you grow up in a non-christian home whether you grow up in a christian home yep. we all have this sense is just what it is because we're taught today that in any relationship no matter what say it's dating say it's marriage say it's anything mm-hmm. you have to have yourself all together for it to work well yeah we sure do think that yeah we do but the thing is of god that's not true mm-hmm. see god takes us as we are yeah i don't know many other relationships that do that no yeah, that just take someone right. as they are and what's amazing and incredible about this is Peter's journey through this. Um, and um, just for context, the religious system of the day that Peter and Jesus and all of them were living in was all about this whole idea of a ladder. Mm, yeah. You know, you take one step up and one step down. You know, if you do bad, you take step up, you do good. It's um, good works got them somewhere. Yes, exactly. And a lot of people would have felt this. And I mm-hmm. think in today in our society, our society is kind of built on this whole ladder idea yeah. with relationships with other people. So he thought he had to be perfect. He thought he had to be at Jesus' level in order to follow Jesus. And he thought um, he had to climb the ladder. But Jesus, this is the amazing and wonderful thing about the relationship with Jesus. He, Jesus doesn't acknowledge it. Sure, he knows it, but instead of reminding Peter of his failures, he just says, follow me. Mm-hmm. Takes him as he is. See, human understanding, I think something we need to come to is that no matter what we do, we will never be at the same level as Jesus. There's no, no way we can possibly <laughs> do that. It's, it's impossible. And you may hear that yeah. and say, well, that's kind of discouraging to hear. But I think when we accept the truth in that, mm-hmm. that Jesus is on a whole nother level. Yeah. And the fact is he comes back to us and says, no, I still want you as you are. I still want you to have this relationship with me. I still want you to walk with me in your daily life. Mm-hmm. I think that is an amazing thing. And see, just like I'm hoping we can help people, Peter realized that it wasn't about the ladder anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not about earning something. That's the biggest thing that we have in our faith now today is that we feel like we have to earn it. Yes. We have to earn something. We have to, you know, it's like a purchase almost. Yeah. It's not true, though. It's not about the whole ladder idea. Um, and then you may be asking them, what is Christianity really about? Because... There's still a pen- penalty for, you know, if we've done things wrong. Yeah. And the um, Bible says the pen- penalty of sin is death. And this kind of comes into the good news. 
um, is that Jesus lived a perfect life, mm-hmm. something we can never do. And it's, it's just the truth. You know, I love having conversations with people when they're like, you know, I live a pretty amazing, you know, perfect life. And I'm just like, hmm. Well. <laughs> I wonder because I, I, do I find people it actually hilarious. say that? Yes, they do. Wow. It's people think that they, you know, they live the perfect life sometimes, you know, yeah. especially in our Western culture. Yeah. Like we have it all literally. Mm-hmm. And the fact is we are so blind, I think, to um, thinking we have it all together. That we're so blind that, you know, we have all this joy and we have all this money and we have everything. But then I look at, you know, people's relationships in other countries. Yeah. And I think, wow, they have, they have it way better than we do yeah. for this. And um just how much they value like family time oh and yeah togetherness it's and like crazy meals together and they're not like racing in opposite directions sometimes I, s- I saw a video once and it was um it was kids in the united states and kids in africa yeah and they said they gave the kids in the united states toys and toys and toys and toys and toys and toys and like just kept giving them stuff yeah well, after a certain amount of time they just kept wanting no more because yeah. it's you know you get that um idea addiction yeah but they gave one toy to one of the kids in africa that kid never asked for anything he Mm -hmm. just he was just happy he was just good and they did this multiple multiple times and he said there's a different understanding and culture under receiving a gift yeah when you receive a gift in our western culture you feel like okay i've done something well you know if i keep doing well things i'm going to keep getting more gifts yeah where in say this other culture that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, a gift was, wow, this is amazing. This is incredible. Thank you so much for this. I'm yeah. going to go and enjoy this as much as I can. Yeah. And I think there's a huge difference there. Um, well, it's like God versus Santa Claus, right? Like. Kind of. Yeah. You know, yeah. you think we you have, are you naughty or nice? How many mm-hmm. gifts are you going to get versus you get this gift because mm-hmm. you're my child and I love you. Yeah, exactly. And you've accepted it. That's it. That's it. Exactly. Um, and yeah, just talking about this whole like this idea of good news that Jesus lived this perfect life. I don't know how mm-hmm. we got on topic of that. I don't know. We've but, we've gone down a rabbit hole today. Yes. <laughs> um, and the fact is, and we're going we'll talk about this more and the more because it, it is the whole message, and that is he took the penalty for our sins mm-hmm. upon himself so that we could be saved. Yeah. Now that's a hard thing I think for a lot of people to be able to accept. Yeah. Um, the fact that someone is doing this for us, mm-hmm. that someone has taken our death for us. Well, I think, and before that, we have to believe that we're sinners first. Yeah. I think before that, because a lot of people, I would like say, you were saying, don't think they've done enough wrong. Yeah. To because we haven't murdered anyone, we haven't, no. you know, stolen a car or. But I would say nowadays for youth and for teenagers the negative look upon oneself is higher than I think it ever has been. Yeah. So I think, you know, accepting that one is a sinner, that's not a hard thing to do anymore. Yeah. Accepting that someone has died for us, that we may have eternal life, that that we have love out there for us, yeah. that's way harder. Yeah. It's way harder to accept that someone actually truly loves us. Like, not this kind of love that we see on TV, you know, between people or, yeah, like, just as a father and son. No, it's deeper than that. Yeah. It's a deeper spiritual connection because God has known us since, you know, before time. Yeah. Before time was ever a thing, before, you know, the earth was created, God knew us. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, it's a mind-blowing statement. Yeah. Um, 
it's just it's this crazy thing and this relationship that we have with god is so incredible and we're going to dive in just a little bit more sure we're not going to rattle your brains too too much more <laughs> um so this is kind of um a little bit of paul um paul tells us this in romans 3 verse 23 mm-hmm. and it says for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of god and this is romans 5 8 but god demonstrated his own love for us in this while we were all while we were still sinners christ died for us mm-hmm. jesus died on a roman cross and he took you know our sin our penalty our death upon himself so that we would no longer have to try and earn god's love there is no more that whole idea of you know the sacrificial system yep. um everything like that is gone yeah like changed everything mm-hmm. um and you know the fact that all of god's love all of god's compassion is available through jesus yeah it's this wonderful thing and being a christian has everything to do with understanding the cross and we have to let go of this whole ladder idea yeah. we have to let go that our lives are like a ladder in our spiritual lives that you know when we do good we take a few steps up when we do bad we take a bunch of steps down and the fact is it's nothing like that Mm -mm. the fact is we all walk in life with jesus yeah um it's not a ladder it's it's a path um Mm. so i want to encourage you know i like that it's not a ladder it's a path just stay on the path yeah and i want to encourage us you know to take away this ladder um so this kind of more internal questions to be able to ask yourself and they're kind of all different. Um, but with the first one is, have you ever made the decision to go to the cross and forget the ladder? Kind of this um, idea that, you know, we go to Jesus instead of focusing that we have to be perfect and everything and just accept ourselves as, as we are mm-hmm. and just kind of let Jesus, let ourselves be accepted by Jesus. For he already has done it. We have to let our, we have to acknowledge it and we have to accept it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe, you know, you've done that. Um, perhaps you want to reaffirm it. Um, mm-hmm. You don't have to ask. The thing is about Jesus, you don't have to ask him for a second time to come into your life and guide you. Sometimes we have to do that just yeah. as a reminder <laughs> to reaffirm it. Yeah. But it's okay just to ask him, you know, help me readjust, you know, my sight mm-hmm. to be able to be on you, to be my true north. Um this is John 10, verse 28 and 29. And it says, I give them eternal life and they will never perish. No one can snatch them away from me for my father God has given them to me and he is more powerful than anyone else. No one can snatch them from the father's hand. Mm. And this is, um, I think, a wonderful illustration that shows that, you know, that we are inside God's hand, that yeah. we, you know, he holds us, he carries us, he supports us, he lifts us up. And it's not that someone's going to just be able to come and say, gonna take that one it's no like no one will we belong to him we belong to him it's not like you are secure you're safe and you are loved and this maybe you maybe you've never asked you this um to kind of be in your life and i encourage you to ask him to for the first time to guide you and lead you in your Mm. life it's not an easy thing to do no um trust me it's not i've been there i've done it um <laughs> yeah and i think john verse 1 10 to 11 says something really important that he came into the very world he created 
but to all who believed him and accepted him, he gave them the right to become children of God. Mm-hmm. One of the hardest things that for me when I first became a Christian was accepting that I had a father who loved me so deeply. Yeah. That's so, so much. That didn't matter my mistakes. It didn't matter anything. The song Good, Good Father mm-hmm. used to have that's like, yeah. make me ball my eyes. Like, it was just like, it crushed me. Yeah. It's not that I didn't have a good relationship with my dad. It was just, yeah. it was something deeper, something. It was just, it was this crazy thing. Um, and it just changed everything for me and it's the same as reckless love when reckless love yeah. first it was just like wow all right um so yeah and i just want to finish with this uh verse second corinthians verse 5 to 17 and it says therefore if anyone is in christ the new creation has come the old has gone the new is here mm, i love that it's a beautiful beautiful thing yeah and i just want to say to anyone you know listening that if you you know, are struggling in this and want to dive in more and want to have more questions about this that we're, you know, we're here to help. And this yeah. is what Wayne Fleet BIC is. Yeah. We want to help people along their journey. I think one of our, our big things is until every home is it's led by Jesus. Every home is yes. led by Jesus and kind of, you know, living that life out. And that's okay that, you know, we struggle in that. Yep. It happens, but we're here as a community together to help support and love and all that Jesus got us. Yeah. Lift each other up. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Wes. That was a, that was very inspiring today. That was awesome. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with Pastor Wes, maybe you prayed today. Maybe you're like, ah, I feel like I should. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. Please reach out um, to any of the youth volunteers or Pastor Wes or myself or any of the staff. We'd love to pray with you, to talk with you, and to, um, yeah, help you on your journey. So if you'd like to get in touch with Wes, you can email him at Wes at waynefleetbic.com and my email address is julie at waynefleetbic.com so thank you for tuning in today Um, we're glad to have you here and we look forward to connecting with you again next week have a great week bye